You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. For runners, by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are back at the Run Duo episode 22. 22 episodes. How you doing today, India? I am wonderful. Good. Great to be back in the studio. We yeah. did a little live thing. That was fun, but it's always yeah. nice to be back in the, the confines of uh, Studio Run Duo. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> last weekend was an amazing weekend. Yes. Really good time. But we're back at it. We're back at it. So y'all technically got double... Double double duty. An extra episode this month. So and now, I, I did want to say this. Now, I want you all to go back and listen. If you haven't listened to the live podcast... It's not just Heather King on there. We interviewed like three other people that are doing the um, the Black Ice Project. That means they're going to Antarctica and, and running. Um, but there's three other people that we interviewed on there that great interviews. You want to listen. Actually, there's a um, um, a great interview, you know, talking about why they decide to do it, that sort of thing. So go back and listen if you hadn't had a chance to listen before. And then, you know, of course, if you want to go ahead and donate. Yes, for sure. For sure. It's a great cause. And it's something that, again, most of us may not get a chance at some point to get to Antarctica, you know, so it's a big deal. A big, big chunk of us will not get to go. Yes, majority of us will not get to. So let's support those runners that can, and they're trying to get there, and let's let's help them get there. So it's going to be a great experience, and hopefully we can be with them along the way. Now, uh, India, you got a little run coming, don't you? I do. I'm actually running the Cherry Blossom 10-miler, so I am in week two of training. Week two. Week Mm -hmm. two. So, you know, still low miles. I'm trying to stick to the plan. Um, not trying to. What do plan it. are you on? Really, it's not how Higdon. <laughs> it's not how Higdon. I am doing my infamous. Just um, you don't even remember the name of the person that gave you a plan. No, it is how Higdon. It's not yours. Oh, it's not Hanson. It's not Hanson. It is how Higdon. Goodness gracious, see, you got me all messed up. Yeah, you discombobulated. Yes, it is how Higdon. It is not Hanson. So it's not Hanson. It should be Hanson. Anyway, <laughs> my life is not set up for Hanson right now. But I don't think anybody's You always trying to pour that on somebody, and you know oh. life is not set up on no Hanson training. Guess me. what? What? So one of, of course, our, our big supporters, he always listens. I know he messages you a lot um philip king yes so <laughs> philip hits me up uh in my dm uh-huh. was it was was on the dm a photo of the the hansen marathon method see, training I book see, but i could see philip doing the hansen though <laughs> he's like he is that type of runner like he'll throw down 10 miles like as yeah. if it's a 5k well i guess and my thing is this um, I think, and, and I mentioned him back. I said, okay, we're going to see if how he's going to show us that right. fast runners can get even faster mm-hmm. is what I, I messaged back to him. But reading that book, even though I know he's been coached by Coach A, so I'm sure he learned a lot Coach just o. being, I'm sorry, Coach O. <laughs> that was my algebra teacher back in junior <laughs> high school was Coach A. Um, anyway, Coach O. Right. Um, I know he learned a lot, you know, working with Coach O. But reading that book teaches you so much about their training 
theory mm-hmm. and it helps you even if you don't actually follow their plan right it helps you put together plans that will help you e- sure. even if you're not trying to run you know you know 20 miles on right. a thursday right. so you know that sort of thing but anyway he sent it to me but let's, let's get back to your train let's get back to this race mm-hmm. when, now tell me again when is the cherry blossom so cherry blossom is on april 7th okay april 7th right around yes. my birthday so you'll yes. probably do very well i will do very yes well. you will do very yes. well yes mm-hmm. yes yes i am it's going to be beautiful and it's in dc yes so i'm really excited about that and training plan is going as needed i did well the first long run on the half marathon training is four miles uh-huh. um of course for me getting back into it because of course i took a little time off after um the race which is, uh-huh. was after my full marathon so getting back on track getting back out there getting back to running or doing some kind of working out for five days a week has been interesting but it's good mm-hmm. it's good so training is going well i don't have any complaints i am sticking to my strength training um doing leg and full body days mixed all in there so i'm trying to make sure that i stay on top of that because my last pr training for a half i did all of that correctly and i did well well let me ask you this so when you're strength training because i i mean with hanson i i really can't i don't have the energy to Mm -hmm. go strength train but when Mm -hmm. you strength train and you're 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 training for like a race Mm -hmm. do you do the strength training on the same day as a run so that your off days are completely off days or do you go run day strength train day so it's one strength train day four days run two days off Okay, so one strength train day, four, four days, days run, two days completely off. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So it's five. So I'm working out five days a week. Okay. Yes, with two days off. It's so a- are you putting that strength training day inside? Like you go running day, strength train, then run, 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 so or usually yes. Yeah, so usually I'm I rest day on mon- on Sunday because I usually long run on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I long run Saturday, rest day Sunday. I usually do my strength training on Monday and then run. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, rest day, Friday for the long run. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, it sounds like you got a little pattern going. Yeah, that's and and my pattern. you know, Every what did Coach Monday, O say? Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. And I mean, and I'll switch up just depending upon obviously because we are recording a podcast. Um, some days my strength training will be between um Mondays and Tuesdays. So it just depends. Like the, you know, for this week, I'm doing my strength training on a Tuesday because we you know, you and I usually record on Tuesdays. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'll switch it up from there. But yeah, usually I try not to last week I did a heavy leg day like mm-hmm. i felt my leg day until friday <laughs> so i was like ooh, like today when i do my leg day i'm going to go a little a little easier because i don't want my legs to be so tired from the leg day workout that yeah i can't do it gotcha yeah. so uh, did you get your trainer back the one that you were using no, before I'm, do- I'm doing it myself you all on your I'm own all on my own look at you yes so and for some reason i feel like i'm i'm comfortable with that i would love to have a trainer but the way that my life set up is set up right now i just can't do it but did you hear that lace up fitness she, yes. she says she would love to have a trainer I if, like, if, I would. if we ever could hear yes. from you guys <laughs> i would love to have a trainer <laughs> i actually have been really contemplating on doing a run coach i thought about re- reaching out to coach oh like i mm-hmm. would love to have a run coach as well um so you know we'll see we'll We'll see see. but i'm trying to stay consistent try not to do you know i'm trying to eat better i've been meal prepping this is my second week that i've been consistent on my meal prep and actually eating it because that's my issue usually i do it monday tuesday wednesday and then (laughs) after that i'm like i don't want this crap no i'm tired of this this well what okay give us an example of your what's your meal prepping um so this week for breakfast i'm doing avocado toast so i have i get dave's killer bread which is like an ezekiel bread yep it's called dave's well tell me what tell me what an ezekiel bread is (laughs) 
so Ezekiel bread is a basically is a healthier type of bread. So this bread has fiber, protein, omega threes, and grains in it all in all in one bread. Yeah. So it's basically a lot healthier for you. Um. So, but Ezekiel bread is usually found in a frozen frozen department. Um, you, so you have to toast. You got to toast it. You warm it up. Some kind of warm up or toast. Gotcha. Whereas this Dave's Killer bread, you don't have to do that. But it is. It's in the regular bread section. But mm-hmm. it has all of those things that I just named in it. So uh-huh. it's just a okay. better bread. How much is Ezekiel bread or Killer bread over the Kroger brand? That I purchased with the manager's discount sticker on it. How so much? this bread is like five, six dollars a loaf. Woo! Yeah. And you eat that every morning? Yeah, a slice <laughs> every morning. Girl, that's gold. I buy it all the bread. But it is what it is. So, <laughs> I know, I'm just playing with you. Anyway. <laughs> it is a little, I'm not gonna lie, it is a little pricey. It costs money to be healthy in the United States, y'all. And it y'all does. think that y'all think they they fooling y'all and telling y'all that. Oh, well, it's because it's healthy. No, it's no. because they know people who are conscious about their health will, do will spend the money. Exactly. So that bread, and they have a lot of various different flavors. Like I do the 21 grain, um, mm-hmm. but they have raisin. They have bagels as well as thin sliced toast. Like they have mm-hmm. different ones. I would say try it out. So that's called Dave's Killer Bread. And when I was working out with my trainer, she introduced me to that bread. So it's certified. It's, it's good for you. Well, okay. So And you said you do an avocado toast. You make your own. So Avocado. avocado toast. Do you, so you just you just cut up an avocado, or do you actually mash it and make it into a spread? I make it into a spread. Okay. So I make sure my avocados are that are what ripe enough. To yeah, exactly. They got to be soft. You know. Yeah. yeah, they have to be soft. So I toast one slice of the bread. Mm-hmm. I spread a half avocado on the full piece of bread, and I also boil an egg. So I chop up the boiled egg on top of it, and mm-hmm. then Trader Joe's has an everything bagel seasoning. I don't know if y'all like everything bagel. I do. They're so good. So Trader Joe's has an everything bagel seasoning and it actually tastes just like the outside part of a bagel. It mm-hmm. tastes the everything bagel. It tastes like that. And I sprinkled that on the top. And that's what I have for breakfast, along with a cup of grapefruit. So I do one full cup of grapefruit, not sh- no sugar added grapefruit. OK, so I do that for breakfast. But I have, OK, wait a minute. What? You prep that? I, no, I do that every you morning. You just wake that's up and easy. you make that. Like, okay, that's easy. okay. I All throw right. the egg in the pot while yeah. I get in the shower. Mm-hmm. The toast takes two seconds. Avocado, I just slice and spread it on there. Like that's the breakfast piece is easy. I don't prep that. I mm-hmm. do prep having the grapefruit because I usually eat the grapefruit once I get home. Okay. I'm not home. Once I get to work, I eat the grapefruit like as soon as I get to work you when I'm sitting it at my up. desk. It's already so I use the pre cut up okay. grapefruit and it's in a huge mo- mo- jar. Money. Okay. Yeah, that jar <laughs> I'm not gonna lie on that. That jar <laughs> is $7.99 from Kroger. God. But that jar lasts me two weeks. So it can last me two weeks if I do a half cup or a cup of, of grapefruit and it's no sugar added. So Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's, so let's get into what you what what are you actually prepping that you're making so that this, you are tired of by Thursday? Yeah, so this week I'm doing shredded chicken with bell peppers, onions, and carrots and <gasps> that quinoa. sounds good. It's good, but I, you get tired of it. So, okay, and well, the quinoa gives it a little bit of that pop flavor because I'm guessing the quinoa shredded quinoa is, is for your, I mean, the shredded chicken, I put seasoning in. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Did you, did you actually so you, season so the I'm chicken? So, I'm a crock pot girl. So, you can actually okay. put br- chicken breast into a crock pot mm-hmm. and you can leave it in there. You can put, I use Mrs. Dash seasoning sometimes, the seasoning pack because it has less sodium. Mm-hmm. I sprinkle that over in there. I put whatever peppers and stuff that I want. Chicken makes its own water. You don't have to do anything. You can leave it in for eight hours and you have shredded chicken. Like, it's super simple. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
right. And then you can add whatever sides you want. So I'm trying not to do, I'm trying to do healthy carbs. And so I'm doing quinoa instead of like a white rice or something like that. And I only do a half a cup. So I do a half a cup of carb, four ounces of meat, and then I do unlimited amount of veggies. So did you find this meal prep somewhere? Or did this something you just kind of came up with yourself? So, of course, for those that have been listening, I had when I had a trainer, there's a couple of recipes that I had when I had a trainer. And then I also follow Fit Men Cook. He has an app and he mm-hmm. has a book that just released. Mm-hmm. And he is um, a young man that does all healthy meal prep recipes, everything. So some I follow a lot of his stuff and he has an app. I think the app may be like a dollar ninety nine, but you okay. can look at all of his recipes and just pick whatever you want. It'll tell you if you want chicken, shrimp, whatever, whatever, meal really? prep ideas. Yep. And so he's a guy that stays fit and he does meal prep and he's a black guy. Say and now say it one more time. Fit men cook. Fit men cook. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm gonna have to check so, that out. Yeah. So I follow him as well. Um so just random ideas from mm-hmm. different places. Um sometimes like this week I um, emailed a lady she does some like personal training type stuff she had posted a meal that looked good I just DM her and was like do you mind sharing your recipe she was the recipe she was like sure and she DM'd it to me so screenshot and kept it moving <laughs> I said thank you but sometimes don't be afraid to put yourself out there like if you want to know yeah. of course people charge for stuff like that but if she was willing to you know Send be okay with giving it to me I was like okay cool so because my thing is I can cook some real unhealthy food I'm from the south so I can fry you some chicken I can do some macaroni and cheese <laughs> some collard greens but if i continue to eat like that i'm not going to be living very long so yeah i'm trying yeah. to find healthier ways to cook and not be bored with it and that's the, my biggest thing is like boring healthy food i'm i'm over it well i mean and i understand what you're saying i don't meal prep but mm-hmm. i do usually like take lunch i'll my it'll be made here in the home right and take it to work because it's almost impossible to find a healthy alternative yeah Oh, at lunch, mm-hmm. I got forty-five minutes. Exactly, and where I'm going to drive around and you all ain't, that. Yeah, we got time to be doing all that. And that's the thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I get a thirty-minute lunch break, and by the time I get to my car, that's what seven mm-hmm. minutes of out of whatever. By the time you drive somewhere, like your lunch is already gone, so it's easier for me to just prepare. And the meal prep helps me to stay consistent. And you will be amazed on how much it cuts off of, out of your pocket too. Like, yes, you are not spending a lot of money. The food is already done. You don't want to waste the food because you've already made it. So there's definitely some meal preps yeah that the meal prep the benefits of meal prep is great so that's okay. what i do great so do you do it sunday like sunday I night do it sunday night and mm-hmm. i do breakfast i do lunch and dinner and depending upon what i do for breakfast sometimes i'll do overnight oats and i prepare those for the week talk to me about overnight oats because i see that everywhere so yes. does so it taste any great. better or does it just taste just like oatmeal I mean, it tastes like oatmeal, but it's already prepared. But the thing about it is, is that people often get the packs of oatmeal, right? Like the little the instant the, packs. The instant packs. Yeah. Those have so much yeah, sugar, those are not sugar good for and you. random yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Like people think that they're eating oatmeal. There's no oats in there. <laughs> it's like there's <laughs> like not an oat. Literally, there's not an oat in there. So those are good poke for you. It's called right. poke meal. It's meal. It's not really oatmeal. <laughs> right. <laughs> so with um, overnight oats, you actually put the oats in the jar. So usually I do a half a cup of oats and a full cup cup of milk i'm an almond milk drinker i don't drink like whole milk or anything i do mm-hmm. almond milk but um, vanilla unsweetened almond milk which is a healthier alternative yeah. i put that in there i put some agave and some cinnamon and literally what happens is when you do it overnight the oats actually soak up the milk so they're softer because if you were just to cook oats on the top of the stove yeah it's going to take a little while yeah. for them to soften up you don't want crunchy oatmeal so the fact that they're soaking in the milk overnight or a couple of days it allows the oats to soak up the milk and soften them is and it 
it a I, different type of? Is it? It's like can I go like the the, the guy with the you Quaker? Can do the old fashioned yeah. oats. Yeah. So you can do the mm-hmm. old fashioned oats. You don't want to do the quick oats because those yeah. are a little but bit. The but the old, old fashioned oats yeah. in the canister, steel cut oats are also good. But mm-hmm. the old fashioned oats in the canister, that's all you're putting in there, and then you sweeten it how you want to. So I use agave versus mm-hmm. honey or syrup. Um, I use agave, which is a healthier form of honey or syrup, um, <laughs> and that is also like eight dollars a container. Yes, 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 it is. Scale <laughs> got money. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to drop these pounds, y'all. Like, listen, it ain't free, y'all. It's it ain't not, free. And I'm trying to. <laughs> yes, I don't always want to be this nice thick runner. So I'm trying to get my life together. So, but yes, agave is a little bit more. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that you're, you put that in there. Your overnight oats, you literally can pop the jar. So I use a mason jar. You can get your mason jars from the dollar store for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And that's cheap. Get the mason jars from the dollar store for a dollar. Literally pop that in the microwave, stir it up, and eat it in off the jar. Wow. So it's quick it's quick and simple. Y'all sleeping on this India cook over here. <laughs> India got this together. <laughs> I have some I have some stuff. I got some jewels <laughs> that I can that I can share. <laughs> doing this for a minute i mean uh, for people people that have not followed me i have lost like 40 pounds at one point some years ago i gained it back so i've been on this yo-yo type thing but i mean i know how to get it off it's just about the consistency and being disciplined to stay on top of it and that's literally what it is yeah yeah i'm with you on that definitely because i'm trying to i'm trying to get it back together myself i did have a really good nine mile run last friday i did i did a um because i used to do this all the time i actually used to I used to, when I used to get off at five o'clock uh-huh. at work, I actually used to just bring my run clothes with me and just run over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I used to call it like happy hour because it'd be at right at five o'clock, mm-hmm. and you know I'd be running doing the same running running around the same times that back in the old days I would have been the first one at the club right. trying to get the free buffet mm-hmm. before it's all gone. Yeah, I saw your little post on <laughs> Friday night, Friday night lights or something. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so I do I call it my happy hour run. So I did that Friday night and did a nine mile, and it was great. That's good. It was, and honestly, I think I probably ran because it was a tempo run. So my tempo runs for Hanson. I know everybody like Hal Higdon's tempo runs a little different than you know other tempo runs, mm-hmm. but Hanson's tempo runs they want you to run it at um, marathon pace. Mm. So I was running at marathon pace. I ran actually a little bit faster than the marathon yes. pace that I was planning go, on doing. Go. Mainly because I went out. It was it's the winter. Yeah. Sun goes down earlier. Yeah. And I like left without my light. So. Ooh. So you like I'm beating the sun. I gotta beat the sun. Yes. I, so that's why I was running. You know, I was like, okay, let me try to get this. You know, right. it was nine miles, so it wasn't gonna be quick. Right. But um, I was trying to, you know, and I pretty much made it because there's a certain area that I run on that if I can make it back there, there's enough street lights that it doesn't matter. But there are parts where it's like. I can't see nothing without a light. But mm-hmm. anyway, so it was a good run. So it's showing me that I am. It, it's, it's getting back together. I got another. What is it? Um, it's March 17th. So I got I see almost two months. Almost you two months. It. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's getting back together, which I know it will. It's not going to get where exactly I used to be. Because yeah. if it takes you 12 you months can. to get out of shape, it's right. not going to get back in shape in three months. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I'm, I'm loving that, Hanson. Yes. yes. And you are on it. And that's. Listen, they need to be sponsoring you because the way that you boost up that Hanson is like as if they are. And it's it's not it's not a it's because I, it is so amazing the difference in the way I felt after Chicago, mm-hmm. which I did Hal Higdon. And once again, no offense to Hal Higdon because it is what it is. It's what is for people who can't run, you know, mm-hmm. nine miles on a Wednesday. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that can't. Shoot, yeah. half the time I can't. But I can't do that. 
um, that's what Hal Higgins for. And that, and he will actually tell Hal Higgins will say, well, I set up my plans for people who work, right? Who can only do their long runs on the weekends, right? They are from people that have nine to fives that are fam- exactly. that have families and all that stuff, exactly. Like, and it also depends on your pace, though. Like because sometimes I look at some of the runners that I follow, uh-huh. and they can drop ten miles an hour. Whereas for me, I can't drop ten miles an hour. I'm out out there for hours, so yeah. that means that I can't do a training plan like that. That's expecting me to drop a high level of miles in a certain part time of the day if my speed was up you know was good uh-huh. it would look very different on what type of plan i can follow and i must admit doing hanson this time around where i'm not as fast as i was yeah it does make a difference because i used You're to be able to more time on a yeah i used to be able to jump up and and hit but see what you got to understand about hanson is though even though i would could run at one time i was running you know seven miles under under 60 minutes i could mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. hanson it really depends on um what your goal is because mm-hmm. in the handsome book there's a table mm-hmm. and it shows okay i want to run a you know four hour and 30 minute marathon mm-hmm. and it shows you exactly like for the easy runs it shows you what your pace is and really honestly even when i was trying to do a sub four my pace was usually over 10 minutes per mile mm-hmm. for my training okay so it's not like i'm out there running you know sub eight you know sub you know whatever um miles during my training Mm -hmm. so even then you're still running a a slower pace yeah so but anyway um but hansen the way i felt after running chicago with hal and then the way i felt running Publix, which Mm -hmm. is definitely a much harder marathon than chicago Mm -hmm. was night and day i felt so i finished Publix sprinting Mm -hmm. whereas and because I held back because I was just so afraid that I was going to mm-hmm. crash. Right. Where in Chicago, dude, I, <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> struggling. But I think people also underestimate flat courses. Yeah, but. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Your body was just in a different level of conditioning. Well, and also, I guess, you know, same thing. Because, like, I ran the one time I did run under four hours when I ran in Savannah. Um, once again, I, I felt so much better, even though it was a swelteringly hot day. Mm-hmm. I felt so much better at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 finish being able to really run as opposed to just uh, let me get across this line. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yes, you do have to put in the training yeah. to really to to get there. But I get it. My finish for my last two marathon, my la- last two marathons, my two marathons were very different. Those like, are your last two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you were right. Like, yes. Well, Chicago 2017, I was dead and I couldn't move and I literally was crawling to see my family. Whereas Chicago 2018, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm on my feet. I like, I need to sit down, but I'm on my feet. Yeah, I, I could, you know. You know, I could do you have um? Do you have oh? <laughs> do you have um? I'm scared. Your of marathon stickers on your car? No. You don't have marathon stickers no, on your I car. Don't. Every time I pass one, I'm like, I should get one. You know what's so funny? Because I I I saw Carlos Boyd. He does. Uh-huh. He used to live here and yeah. he lives um in Texas now. But he has like you know how the back of your car has. Altima or whatever and it's yeah. metal and it's silver uh-huh. so I saw his his had 26.2 and it was metal and it was silver I was like if I could get a nice one like that I would do it versus a freaking bumper sticker like I don't like it's, bumper okay stickers. first off it's not a bumper sticker it's to a me, magnet I know it's a magnet but it's like I would prefer something nice on my car yeah as that. much as you be running that car and the things you don't need to be working <laughs> You just do so much shade. You just do so much shade. That's okay. I want. Uh, First off, y'all. Let's first off. Let's thank the Lord (laughs) that India Cook is still with us, because India was texting and driving. That is a lie. 
I looked over to the side. I was at your phone. Yeah, she looked to the side at her whatever. phone. That is not true. She was like, ooh, boo is texting that's, me. Yeah. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> I know exactly what he was. Oh, my God. But, yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, India did hit something with a car, but we're very happy. Yeah. Now, India, I'm, you know, I'm in the insurance industry. so Whatever. So, uh, Miss Cook, can you tell me what happened in the no, accident? No, I don't want to talk about it. it. I hit it. Just pay them whatever needs to be done. Her car, nothing was wrong with her car. She's trying to claim that she hurt, but whatever. She's, you sound like every single person I talked to on the phone. I'm yeah, sure. I hit it, but I barely hit it. Yeah. I don't even think there should be a claim. Did you hit it? Yes, then there has I to be did. a claim. That's fine. I do the claim. I called the same day. I gave okay. her information to everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have no shame in that, but she, her car, my car looked worse than her car. Anyway, back to running. <laughs> yes, I got to a car accident. I'm fine. <laughs> Whatever. We're just happy you okay. I'm okay. But anyway, yeah, maybe if you had a running sticker on it, you've been okay. Anyway. <laughs> give me a running sticker, Tommy. Ow, you get them for free. Where? At um, Big Peach. If you take in, if you take them your, your bib for a race, mm-hmm. they will give you a free 26.2. I didn't know that. Yeah. You think I paid for those? seen them for purchase yeah you can buy them but no big peach will um if you take them like like if you ran in Publix, yeah you can take them and they'll get you one so when i run in Publix, mm-hmm. i'm gonna take them out i'm gonna get you a 26.2 for All your right. car <laughs> but i was asking that. that because you know there are people who um who you who, who you know because i've had people say uh, why do you have that on your car i said have you run a marathon no then it ain't for you 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 this ain't i'm not i'm not showing this for you i'm showing this for other people that understand what it's like to run a marathon so they can go hey i got you bro i understand <laughs> Me I mean, you. I do see when I see people and I pass them, I'm always like, hey, like I do a little <laughs> nod, like I see you. Okay, half marathon. Okay, Hulk. Okay, marathoner. Hey. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Now that we've just done all kinds of mm-hmm. back and forth shenanigans, let's get yes. into the show. Yes. All right. Yes, so yes, yes. first, I want to start off with a congratulations to um, Jason Russell. Yes. Now, everybody knows Jason had a brain aneurysm. He's been coming back. He ran his first 5K. Yes. That's I awesome. saw that. You saw it on Facebook. And he, looked like he, he looked like he was very happy. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I'm, I'm happy that he's doing well. I'm so happy that, you know, he's, he's back to running and, you know, kind of getting his, ba- his life back from yeah. that, that tragedy. Yes. And I want to say congratulations to everyone that completed the Houston half and full marathon this weekend. Great, great job. It sounds like there was a lot of people, um, some of the elite runners that actually Olympic trial qualified. So I look forward to a lot of them. I can't wait till that happens in 2020 here in Atlanta. And I'm going to be running. Are you going to run the run to go a road? To I don't know. When is it? What? It's February. No, it's March. It is. It's the week, two weeks before yes. Publix. Mm-hmm. I might. I'm, you know what? I'm a walk up and sign up runner. I'm really not a very good planner when it comes to signing up for races. I'm like, when is you it like next weekend? That extra money. Well, huh? That's nobody has time for that. I say you like spending that extra money. But it's not extra money to me for someone who might be like, you know what? I don't feel like running this today. I, I, I like to be ready. I'm like, I mean, I don't, I don't like to pay for races, and I'm like going there like. I really don't feel like running today. You feel like you're going to waste the money. Yeah, exactly. I've I've run races where I was like, today would have been a day I really didn't want to run. Yeah, it's March 2nd. Okay. So that is the race here in Atlanta, Georgia, where we actually have... 
the Olympic trial is the marathon Olympic trial is going to be here in Atlanta, Georgia in 2020 and road to road to gold is what it's called. Atlanta track club is putting on the race where, um, us non Olympic trial qualifiers can run the actual route that the Olympic trial qualifiers will be able to do in 2020. It's an eight point, I think it's 8.2 mile route, um, is what we're going to be able to run. And that is on October 2nd here in Atlanta. So I'm really excited. To be I am too. Running. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, up, but I'm excited to be well, able you hitting me and you ain't signed up either because i just haven't <laughs> okay oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Deductible. <laughs> What's like, a deductible? Mr. Insurance man. <laughs> I don't understand why I should have paid a deductible. Because that's the insurance policy yeah. you signed up for. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, I, I, I and actually I had said I was going to run it, um, mm-hmm. but I still haven't even signed up for public. So I gotta, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still working toward those hundreds of dollars. I got you. Um, that we're that I'm gonna have to shell out, but I'm gonna do it. Yes. I'm gonna do it. Yes. Now there's another race that I think I actually need to go ahead and sign up for before. Any of those. Oh, before I get to that, Darrell, yes. PR'd. Yes, I saw that. Yes, he PR'd. What was it, Louisiana Marathon? Mm-hmm. Yes, so congratulations, Darrell. He's another listener and, of course, yes. the original podcaster. Podcast. Yes. Uh, Real Runners Real of Runners Atlanta. Real Runners of Atlanta podcast. Um, he PR'd out in um, Louisiana this week, this past weekend. Him and Roy were out there yes. um, running. Well, did Roy actually run? I thought he was just spectating. Oh, was he spectating? I know he was there, so I wasn't sure. But I saw he, well, I guess for him to actually take that photo, he probably. Yeah, I think he was just spectating. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, he PR'd, and I think he finished like third in his age group or something like that. Third in his age group, 13th overall. Wow. Yeah, so that's a big deal. Yeah, he's, he's, it's not not like he's been in in the woodshed training. He been. Yeah. Like, that's his, to me, that's Darrell's life. Yeah. Like he, he is the ultra, like he, not ultra, but he trains like it's a science to his training. Like when yeah. you speak to him, he can speak to the science. He, he, he reads books. Like he yes. does everything. Like he stays on top of his training and being very effective with what he does. Also. So. Yeah. And Darrell, I want to thank you. Cause I actually emailed him when we were going to do the live cast. Yes. Cause you know, that's how they used to do it. Yes. And he gave me some good tips. So thank you for that. Also Darrell, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't Darrell. email you back cause we got busy, but yeah, congratulations Darrell on the PR. And, um, I guess we'll, we hope that you'll, you'll run something here in town that we can, we can at least try to keep up with you right yes 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 but of course last week when we were doing the live cast bob hope showed up tess mm-hmm. <laughs> she, yes. showed up, she showed up um she is the race director for the unity collective the race mm-hmm. um and uh i wanted to talk about the race because i really hadn't talked about it since we ran it mm-hmm. so well, there's gonna be another race and we yes. I, yeah i guess we both have our race shirts on oh, as well <laughs> there's gonna be another race here in atlanta um that is gonna take place on october 5th mm-hmm. once again it's gonna be a half marathon and a 5k right um right now the price is 80 dollars for the half 30 dollars for the 5k and the well needed vip mm-hmm. is an additional 50 dollars for either one of them mm-hmm. which I think the VIP was worth it. Okay. I'm 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 on I'm on I'm on here to say the VIP was definitely worth it because it was right. nice and chill and yeah. you know look at the have nots yes. outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so and also you can get a mile marker VIP for five hundred dollars. Where and it was really cool last year because I remember she talking about the mile markers, mm-hmm. but then when you actually got there and you saw that the artist had made these 
what would you call them? Like, I guess it was it a was it like a a, a painting? It was like yeah. a disc. Yeah. And they had painted and they had set them up at each one for basically talking about the um, whoever you know sponsored it. It was kind of themed toward the person that sponsored that mile. That's right. And Tess asked us to um, sponsor mile two, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do that when she sends us the email, Tess. Yes. So I know where to send the money. What details needs to be, you know, and what entails all that. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, now they are gonna have a welcome event um, at, uh, and I'm sorry, the loft. Yeah. Yes. Uh, on the third. Mm-hmm. So you know. As always in Atlanta, you can't have a race without a party. Right. So um, they'll do that. And, of course, they'll have the expo on that that, um, Friday Mm -hmm. and then the race on that 5th. And then that Sunday is when they do the community service as well as have a a ending party. Right. Which is the 6th. Yes. And thank you, Tommy, for explaining um, that. And for those that are first-time racer uh, runners or people that don't live here in Atlanta, because we do have some listeners that don't live here in Atlanta, please come. That weekend, the race is at the... the race is called the race. The race is put on black race directors, um, giving back to the community. Sponsorships are um, through black owned companies and businesses and supporting of black owned businesses and companies. Everybody that is putting on and participating um, in regards to timing, everything is black owned businesses. Now you don't have to be African-American to run the race. We welcome all, but it is just good to be able to see African-Americans put on a big production and race. And last year was the first year and I just can imagine the years they're going to continue to get better and be better yes. this year is going to yes. be great. So Tommy and I was on an actual panel last year, so it was great. So hopefully we have some good stuff coming hopefully, up this year. Man, this year I want to do something even more special at the expo. I think so. Yes, but um, also like even like uh, Ron, one of our former, li- um, well I'm sure he's a listener as well as he was a former guest. Yes. Sounds like he's putting together a team yeah. to come down here and do exactly. some damage. Yeah. Do so some damage. People come from all over for that weekend. It's a great weekend. It's basically starts on thursday if you're vip and it goes all the way through sunday so it's a great weekend and a great time to come celebrate enjoy meet your cousins and everybody <laughs> well yeah and i wanted to get bigger and bigger i really wish we could turn it into an actual marathon mm-hmm. I, that's one thing i would love and the course was good i mean everybody talks about the hills but first off okay all right yeah it's atlanta yes, yes. there's hills, hills in atlanta. yes it, okay fine but just come on and have a good time mm-hmm. Yeah, for you sure. know, don't worry about doing a PR. If you can't PR, that's fine. Just come and enjoy a, a really good put together event. Yes, for a good cause as well. Of course, and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now it's cold outside. Bruh. Like super cold. I actually did go and run on the treadmill for like eight miles. Can you not call it a treadmill? <laughs> it is a treadmill. <laughs> we uh, have to speak positive things onto. Okay, fine. It's a treadmill, it's and it's treadmill. like running on the the yellow big road, heading for <laughs> Lilliputian <laughs> and Oz, whatever, dude. But anyway, I did go run on the treadmill because it was so cold Sunday morning. I just couldn't. I'm I'm sorry. I couldn't get my body yes. right to run outside. No, I totally feel you. Mm-hmm. And so usually I say 35 degrees or warmer is kind of 35 is like my limit. Yeah. Like I won't yeah. go out any less than 35. Um, and I looked up Ayana and I looked up on Saturday and we ran and it was 50 outside. So mm, we was, yeah. I was running in a t-shirt. I was excited <laughs> that we got the long run out of the way on Sunday. And I mean, on Saturday, so that Sunday when that really cold, we was, I was like, Oh, it's rest day for me. Y'all can have that cold weather. <laughs> But were we, were, I mean, do you know what to wear when it's cold like that, Tommy? Well, I mean, you know, I, I have my things. 
like? Well, usually, of course, I wear compression tights. Um, I usually wear a long sleeve. Depending on how cold it is, I might put something over my long sleeve T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't have a... I don't have an actual running scully mm-hmm. and I don't like to wear just a knit cap Yeah, yeah because it's, it's breathable. Yeah, it's breathable. And once you sweat, it's awful because mm-hmm. that sweat then freezes and yeah. then you're really cold. Exactly. So I just usually wear one of my running hats um, and then, you know, some gloves that I've gotten from a race. So we need to get you a dry fit hat and I we also need to get you some not. Are you wearing knit gloves? I'm wearing gloves I got at the race. I got I got a pair from the race here the MLK uh-huh. and then I have a pair that I got when I ran out in Birmingham okay the MLK race gloves I know are not like what? thick well no they're not super thick but they do the job so you gotta get you gotta make sure your your extremities are warm yes so your ears your your ears your hands your your feet need to be warm yes yes get it together <laughs> so of course with running in cold temperatures we need a base layer um, an uh, insulating layer, a protective layer, and whatever accessory, right? So, uh, obviously, a base layer would be like your your pants, um, a t shirt. So, like you said, Tommy, you wear a t shirt. You might wear a long sleeve over mm-hmm. it, and then you might wear a jacket over it. So that that t shirt would be your maybe your base insulating, maybe the long sleeve, the jacket, maybe your protective, and then your accessories would be your gloves that you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. So, like this weekend here in Atlanta, the temperature I think I want to say it was twenty five or twenty. Yeah, it was. It got down. It with wind chill, it got down to uh, twenty one. Right. So with that, in the twenty, so between the degrees of twenty to thirty degrees, you will always want to wear tights or some kind of um, long in some kind of long sleeve shirt. You may want to wear pants over it. That is your preference on if you want to wear tights and pants, uh, fleece pants preferably. You want to wear a shirt. A tank top, like a tank top, which would be your base layer, a short sleeve and a long sleeve over. And some people like to wear jackets right on top of that. So for me, when you're running, a lot of people explain and I don't know if y'all have you seen this a lot. People wearing vests yeah. instead yeah. of instead of wearing full jackets. So the reason for that is that, of course, if you keep your core of your mm-hmm. body warm, it helps to keep everything else. And you don't want to overheat yourself. So sometimes when I see people and they have on 20 layers of clothes mm. and you can tell that they look heavy, mm. you're going to be you're going to get tired quicker because you're going to be hotter so it's easier in in that type of weather if you wear a t-shirt wear a long sleeve put the vest on to keep your the center your core warm and then make sure that you do your gloves hands and anything else to like cover your mouth and that's what people also forget they forget you need to cover your neck too because that's something else that keeps your body warm so maybe a like a scarf or one of those hood things so i have um it is it's basically like a hood thing Uh. (laughs) what you want to call it Mm -hmm. but it is it's drawstring so i can let it out to where it can look like a scarf it goes around my neck or i can put it over my head it covers my hair it covers my ears and it can cover my mouth Mm -hmm. and so my just my eyes can be out but i can it's a versatile type thing i got it from walmart years ago but it is the dry fit material and it's really really warm and i can use it just as a scarf or i can put it all over my head if i need to cover everything yeah, that was needed. That's what I would have needed this weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think in that type of weather, you definitely want to ensure that you are covering up everything because you don't want to be sick. And also mouth guards. So a lot of people don't realize, like, I don't know if you see people running with a scarf over their mouth or something yeah. covering their mm-hmm. mouth. And that's because, like, for me, I'm an open mouth runner. So... <laughs> 
whenever I'm running, my mouth is open. But when I run outside and my mouth is open, I'm inhaling all of that cold. Yes. All of that is getting into my lungs. Yes. So majority of the time when I'm running like that, I have this like smokers bronchitis like cough after I get done running and I don't smoke. Yeah. But it just sounds nasty. But that's because I have all that air in my lungs and you want to be able to protect yourself from that. So ensuring that you are doing all those special accessories, hand warmers. Do you use those, Tommy? I used to. I, I, and I wish I would because that's the first thing I thought of this weekend was like, dang, I used to have hand warmers. Yeah. Get you a pack of hand warmers. You can get those from like Walmart. I think I had a pack from um, Sam's that I got a while yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I was, was going like to say. Sam's Club. Pack. Yeah. And I had them for a long time and it just had packs of twos and I would just I would be fine with those. But ensuring that you're using like wool socks, that's something else that you always want to do. Um, and don't forget that your body wet warms up 20 degrees. So you don't want to overheat, but you also don't want to not dress warm enough to where your extremities become numb because you, and you can't feel them. So that's yeah. never, never a good thing. So don't ever forget base layer, insulating layer, protective layer, and then whatever accessories or anything that you need. And of course, I know that here in Atlanta, the weather's been popping back and forth. Like I said, on Saturday, I was running at 50 degrees. So 50 degree weather can be short sleeve and short t-shirt. Yeah. You know, short sleeve um, and T-shirt or long sleeve and shorts because you don't want to get so hot to where your body can't perform the way that it needs to. And I think that feeds into when you see elite runners and they're out there and it's freezing outside and they, and they ain't got on, nothing on. They have on a hat. Usually they have something over their ears. They have on gloves, gloves and that's that's usually yeah. it. They may have on arm sleeves, um, but other than that, that's all they have. Yeah, I like arm sleeves. That's that's one of mine. I haven't gotten into those yet. Yeah, I, I like those. Those work really well for me when it's mm-hmm. not quite cold. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But you need a little something. Yeah, I just need something, you know, to to because I actually started a marathon in them and then I just took them off mm-hmm. as I warmed up okay. in the marathon. Yeah, I haven't um haven't gotten to that yet. I haven't. I don't think I like the way that they look. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like when mine are on, if I'm wearing a like a regular shirt, a regular T-shirt, mm-hmm. it just looks like I got a shirt on underneath. Okay. Like you can yeah. barely tell that yeah, it's not. It's only up. when you got like. A tank top. Yeah, like I have worn them when I've had, because I don't wear tank tops, but I wear um, the cutoffs, mm-hmm. like where no 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 uh, no sleeves whatsoever. Yeah. But um, and then put them on. So I've done that as well. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah it helps. It helps. But I, I mean, I'm just I'm not a I don't race in cold weather. Mm-hmm. I do not like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying money to be freezing. So <laughs> that's why everybody's asking about hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's coming up this weekend. Okay. Um and or next weekend. And I I don't have a I don't have an interest of doing hot chocolate. I did it two years in a row and it was for reason. Yeah, I did hot chocolate once and yeah. literally when I started my feet were numb. I, mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I didn't feel my feet hitting the ground. That's how I felt after my first half marathon on Thanksgiving. It was ridiculous. Like, Oh, I know exactly which yes, one you went it to. Was, it was that brutal. was my first one, I it think, too. Yeah, because um, I remember the after party, um, uh, Heather um, King had the after party under the tent, and they had the heaters going. Yeah. Yeah, sure. so... Yeah, I, I do remember that one too. It was very, very cold. Yes, yeah, so I don't have an interest in that. But when it is thirty-five or, uh, or or warmer, I will be out there. You out there doing I'm, it? I'm out there. I'm out there. But anything <laughs> less than thirty-five, no, nah, they can have that. They can have that, especially with the distance running. It's just, it, it's a benefit when it's cold, so you don't overheat. But you don't want it to be so cold to where you start to can't feel your limbs, and you know you feel like you can't, you can't perform like you need to because you can't feel your feet. So. Now, for those of you who don't know. Um, India Cook. Now, by the time this gets out, India, she would have done her day on uh, Run Girl, but she had <laughs> yes. to take. She did the Run Girl takeover. Run Girl takeover she, to 
Tuesday. did. Takeover Tuesday. Yes. She ain't tell nobody. She just popped up and it was on there. We don't don't tell that nobody. Was not on purpose to keep it a secret. <laughs> she we was had, keeping secrets. We had not filmed by the time they requested me to come over and take over. Um, but Run Girl was here on episode 18. They came on the podcast and did episode 18. They do Takeover Tuesday every Tuesday where there's someone, either one of them that are founders or another runner that they know, basically gives them a glimpse of what's going on in their life. Like stuff that you usually wouldn't see on Instagram. Um, what does their morning look like? What do you eating what does work look like like literally your daily routine and what you do so um yes on tuesday the 22nd i january 22nd i took over run girl i did take over so did a little piece of this podcast i do see some of our listeners that are following um so hey guys i appreciate you all support and it's been good i've been enjoying i think more so the transparency because a lot of the stuff that i'm posting about like what do i do in the morning my morning stretches and breakfast Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. That's not stuff that I post on Instagram. Yeah. Like none of that stuff is stuff I post on Instagram. What I do, most people didn't know what I did for work. Of course, I couldn't show work because I live at, I work in a psychiatric hospital, but just kind of what I do for work, what's my day look like and how packed my day is, including coming here. And when I leave here, I'm going to have to go. Go work out. I'm going to the gym. She hitting the gym after yes. the podcast. It's been a long day. Yes. You know what I'm doing after the podcast? What? You see what my dog is doing over there? <laughs> oh, Sleep. Sleep. Rocker. <laughs> Rocco's knocked out. Yes. Our producer Rocco, he's he's not paying attention. Yes. Um, yes. So thank you everybody for um, following that. That is, uh, it's it, it was a great experience, and I was in was very happy to be able to see it. Maybe I'll try to save it and post it somewhere. But yeah, you should. You really should because I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you that you did to take over. I remember one time back in the day, um, this guy he wanted me to do a takeover for his, yeah. and then he never got back with Aww. me. Yeah, that's my second takeover. So I did Inspiring Women Runners. I took over for the full weekend in Chicago when I did Chicago Marathon mm-hmm. 2018. So that was really fun. And then this one here. So I actually enjoy the takeovers. So when people ask me, I feel very humbled. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So, because you know, I love video anyway. Like that stuff is. You love video. So what I'm about to say is going to be great. Ooh. So y'all, and I'm actually going to ask y'all opinion if anybody wants to respond. So we're mm-hmm. thinking about, um, doing um live video kind of and I, I don't i hate to use their podcast but real runners of atlanta they used to do it they used to do um their their live uh show but then also post the podcast so we're thinking of doing the same thing sometimes what do y'all think of that would y'all like to actually see us live sitting in this room talking um even if you don't, I'm probably still going to show it. But just, just just to get some feedback, let us know what you guys think and if you would like to do that. Because I really enjoyed doing the live podcast yeah, with Heather King. For sure. And I think it'd be fun, you know, to do it here. Maybe we'll get a little bit more interaction with the the um with the with Our the fans, listeners and the fans, listeners, and that sort of thing. So yeah. I'm I'm interested in getting that started. Yeah, I think that that would be great. And um, why not change it up? And I mean, it's a new year, so let's do something different. And I think that them, our listeners being able to see our face more often is would be a great. Well, your face. I don't think they really want to see me. They gonna love to see India's face. They gonna be like, they gonna be like, they'll get the screen and they'll <laughs> they'll black me out. <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> be just have Indian be nice to yourself. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Oh, I did want to put this out there. Speaking of inspiring women runners, because they do have us on our uh, their highlights uh-huh. for our podcast. So Thank I'm really you. excited about that. Thank you so much for posting us. So any of their followers um, can go to their highlights on their Instagram page and see the run duo as a podcast that they think is really good. So thank you very much for um, posting that. I'm very happy for that. And just for um, for anybody that's interested in the nutritional facts and listening to a runner that is also nutritionist, every Wednesday they do Wellness Wednesday on their page. Okay. Um, and it basically is a nutritionist that is also a runner comes on and talks about different nutritional facts. So ne- the the last week, this week and upcoming weeks, um, I think the next two weeks, they're going to be talking about carbohydrates. And because I think everybody looks at carbs as bad, unless you're carb loading and things of that nature. Um, so, for those that want to know, I know it's very hard, the trick between the nutrition that we're supposed to eat as runners, eating too much, eating not enough, like all of that stuff. So anybody that wants to follow them, it's, again, it's Inspiring Women Runners. They do Wellness Wednesday every Wednesday at 8 p.m. They do a live video with the nutritionist. So I think that that's good to check out. Okay, another another great tidbit from India Cook. So, India, you got anything else for them today? Yes, so I just wanted to touch bases. So another great page that I follow is The Run Experience. Um, and they had an endurance coach on there, Michael Ozinski, and he was on there talking about the three different mistakes that runners have or runners make through the process of running. Um, so number one, he talked about how a lot of runners kind of train in a gray zone. Do you know what that is? No, what's that? So gray zone basically means either you're running too hard or training too hard or not training enough and you're jeopardizing the next day of work. So say, for instance, like kind of what I did last week. Remember how I just mentioned how I did leg day and it basically okay. caused my week to be very hard on runs mm-hmm. because I went way too hard. You never want to do just like such a hard workout to where you're jeopardizing the next days of work- workouts, but you also want to do enough to where you're actually getting something out of it. So it's a hard balance to make, but it's also kind of like, all right, you know you want to get your heartbeat, you know you want to get your heart rate up, but you don't want it to be so much to where you can't. You're like... <gasps> like you can't breathe (laughs) so it's that in between phase um and then also kind of something that he explained it about is you know how in football you have off season and you have the playoffs yeah how racers should take their year as like off season the playoffs and the super bowl like you should split your you should split yourself up so if you're on off season and you should be preparing your body to get ready to do a marathon for the fall mm-hmm. during the summertime. Of course, you're training for that. But during the spring, like right now and in the beginning of the year, it should be off season for you. So you're running, you're running gears and what you're focusing on for your body should transition for the seasons. So if you're running a fall marathon right now, you should be getting your nutrition. You should be making sure that your strength training is where it needs to be so that when training comes in the summertime, you're all set, ready to go for the finale in, in the fall. And so, I think what he was explaining was that a lot of people train as if the finale is all the time uh, and you're not allowing yourself to recover and you're also not allowing yourself to change gears like you should be able to transition gears from from being off season meaning you're not training for anything so keeping a consistent pace and keeping mm-hmm. a consistent base of uh, base miles but you don't want to be doing so much that when it's time to perform or when it's time to go into training you're already exhausted yes okay yeah, yes. I, I agree with that mm-hmm. um, so the second thing is most people don't a lot of runners don't strength train 
trained. Um, and when they do strength train, they only think about leg day. And I know that I have that issue. I focus only on, not only on leg day, but I'm always like, I got to get a leg day in because I know that leg days are important for becoming a yeah. strong runner. But what he wanted to, he wanted to make sure that we knew that running is not just a leg exercise. Running is full body. Yes. So if your legs aren't together, your core is not together, your arms aren't, like all of that is incorporated. So it should be, let me get a full day, full body workout instead of it just being a leg day. Yeah. I mean, and you're right. Cause I know when I'm training for a marathon, I don't strength train. And you know, actually I had taken my gear to work cause I, we have a gym and I do it at lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was tired. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Yeah. So as runners, he mentioned as runners, we love cardio, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, if you tell us go do an hour of cardio, we're like, I got you. Yes. Right. But when it comes to strength training, there comes up with an excuse of you don't want to do it. It's boring. You know, there's, there's all of these other things, or you turn your strength training workout into cardio. So you're doing it all fast. You're lifting real quick <laughs> to get it over with. So your, your heart rate is going up and it turns into a cardio workout versus slowly focusing on those muscles and giving and not doing such heavy rate, heavy, heavy weights, but higher reps, lower weights, and actually taking your time and focusing on forms. And that's how you build muscle. Mm-hmm. But as runners, a lot of time we just excuse that and we don't focus on that. So true. I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yes. And I, I learned that I, when I, my last PR, when I ran in New York for the Airbnb half marathon in, ooh, was that 2016? Lord, 2016. Um, I learned when I did strength training, I was very consistent with that. I did strength training every week and I felt good. Yeah. Like I felt good and I felt strong. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to make sure that I do that, this training um, go around so that I can keep pushing forward. Um, and then the third tip that he mentioned or thing that a lot of mistakes happen is a lot of people skip warm up, cool down and stretching. True. I'm totally guilty. Yeah. Of that. I got time to run a mile and a lot to of run it, nine miles. And right. Run a so mile. a lot I can't of excuses it. that people say is either you're not stretching before you're working out you're not doing a warm up and it may not need to be a mile, but are you doing leg swings? Are you doing lunges? Are you doing like, are you doing uh, band exercises to kind of get your body warmed up? And what he explained is if you, a lot of people don't do warm up, cool down because they say I only have 30 minutes to work out. But he said, if you can give 15 minutes to a warm up, cool down and stretching and give me a quality 15 minute workout, it's better than giving me a mediocre 30 minute, 30 workout. minutes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll it's see. something that I I need to work on. I'm trying to do better with stretching. The whole warm up, I always shake my head when I see people running a mile before a race because I'm Ugh. like, I'm going to be tired already. <laughs> but if I can at least start with the stretching before a race and stretching after a race, I can start getting into, or not even just races, but runs. I feel like I can, I can start getting into a steady understanding of what I need to do and you'll have better performance. Like at the end of the day, he said five to 10 minutes of stretching a day will increase your performance and your mobility. Okay. I, I believe that in the stretching. I'm not so much of a st- person that's going to stretch before I run, mm-hmm. but afterwards, I definitely believe it yeah. definitely helps your recovery. Yeah. And of course, if you want to improve your technique, like, cause at yeah. the end of the day, if you're not stretching the Achilles muscles, a lot of the muscle that we often um, forget is the calf muscle. The calf, like mm-hmm. a lot of people, like as runners, we're not out here working on the calves. We're working on glutes and hamstrings. Yeah. Like we're not usually working on the calves and we don't understand that that lower part of your body really kind of fuels and pushes you off to having a better glute, hand, hamstring and quad. So those are things that we have to work on and don't neglect. Like you need to make sure that you're looking at the full body, not just your legs or the top part of your legs. Mm, I understand. So that's what I got. You, well, you got it all. I had some stuff today, Tommy. She came with it today. 
today. I came with it. So did you hit your head during the accident, and that's where <laughs> all this, <laughs> all this, all this, you know, like bam, I'm a running, I'm a running genius. <laughs> all of these juices, no. <laughs> No, but I, you know, it's 2019. I say, you know, I'm gonna come with some, come with some good stuff, and you know, do some new things. Good to hear. I'm growing as an individual, Tommy. <laughs> Accept it. <laughs> Love me for who I am. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yes. Well. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I think that was another good show. It was. It was another good show. It's always good when you and I talk. We always have some good stuff. Good stuff. Good yes. stuff. Did you sign up for or did you put your name in for New York? No. You didn't? We still got time though, right? We still have time. So you have until February 14th. Okay. So. I got until the end to decide if I really want to do it. Yes. To really decide. What you going to do, Tommy? I honestly feel, I'm not going to lie to you. Somebody DM'd me today and was like, hey, are you doing Chicago? And I was just like, no, no marathons 20, 2019. It was like, what? I was like no i feel like even if i was to get in i would probably defer till 2020 really? i need a minute i need a minute i don't, don't yeah year. don't take nobody's spot just go ahead yeah, yeah. so i'm just like Ugh, i don't yeah know i don't think i because i'm i really don't need to be playing anything so i don't think i will i think i'm gonna wait this will um public will be my only marathon this year okay but i don't look at it as taking somebody's spot like if i got in because it's hard to get in yes so if i got in on the first try i didn't take nobody's spot even if i deferred to next year you did take somebody's nah, spot. Bro, that's not nice to take somebody's <laughs> spot. <laughs> All right. Anyway. anyway. But good luck. Let me, before we close out, mm-hmm. good luck to everybody that's running the Miami Marathon this weekend. Miami Half and Full Marathon is going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Miami Famous. So mm-hmm. good luck to everybody that is running that. Um, I heard it was a great race and should be fun. So good luck to everybody that's running it. Well, yes, that's another one I really want to run. But. Mm-hmm. That'll be an, another year. You got this. Yeah, got that'll this. be another year. Um, but India, if they want to get in touch with you, how would they do yes. that? Yes, so you can find me on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo, E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. Um, and you can also find me at Miles from India, or you can find me on Facebook at India Cook. And if you would like to email me, um, you can also find me at milesfromindia at gmail.com. Yes, and trust me, she's going to reply to you immediately, even if she's <laughs> driving in traffic. Child. So. <laughs> just I'm, send it to her. I am very responsive. So if there's something that you would like, if you want to just chat it up, if you want to hear some more about the info that I gave today, I am a very responsive person. Yes, I am. And if you get in touch with me, you can email me at thomaswmitchell, the number two, at gmail.com or, you know, tmitch68 on Instagram. Yes. We do have a Facebook page now, The Run Duo on Facebook. Yes. Go ahead and like it because you're going to need to like it if you're going to be able to watch the videos that we're going to be putting up on Facebook yes, here shortly. So go ahead and like that. Yes. And of course, we have an Instagram, The Run Duo, on Instagram that you can DM us at as well. Yes. Please let us know what are some good things that you want to see. If you have somebody that would be great for an interview, please please let us know. And always like, follow, um, and share, share all of that exactly. goodness. Give us some feedback under our posts on like like what's some things that you would like to hear about. We're all open to it. Me all me. open. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Play, and iTunes. And iTunes. Come and, come, and, come and listen. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that is episode 22, 22 in the books. Yes. We will see y'all in a couple of weeks. All right. Peace. Bye.